Not Robert Patrick. The T-1000 was in this film? Yeah, I wish. Patrick uh, from The Calling, The Calling, The Country. <laughs> we'll get there in the end. Um, not Patrick Dempsey, that's McDreamy. <clears throat> it's not Patrick him. Patrick Wilson. Patrick Wilson, thank yeah. you. When, um, so yeah, Patrick Troughton does like some hideous CGI. <laughs> Hello and welcome to An Englishman and an Irishman Go to the Movies, the podcast that also has no idea why we installed this lever either. I'm your Englishman Ian and with me as always is the Irishman who has turned into a hairy llama just before his his 30, his 17th birthday, but he just decided to stay that way. It's Sean Ferrick. That was me. That was. And do you know what? Would life be so much easier as a llama? Absolutely not. Not even a second. No, how? 100% it would In be. What way uh, would never it be mind easier? with your bills. Never mind with your mortgages or any of that. And, Sentience. You know, never mind with friendship and eating anything other than grass for a living. Actually, the lack of sentience sounds quite good. Fo- yeah, exactly. It's brilliant. Yeah. Ignorance is bliss. Uh, nothing's more ignorant than a llama. Fuck you, llamas. Um, I've, always, I've always said it from day one. Day one, I've always said, fuck you, llamas. This is going to be an interesting pod. Okay, that's grand, yeah. <laughs> this is. lovely, fun, wonderful Disney film is actually just Ian hating on an entire species. Are we surprised? Are we surprised at all? Don't get me yeah. started on football. Then you'll really see me angry. Um, I have hay fever. Um, you still look Irish I, to the I news. have a bit of hay fever as well, actually. Uh, now, we are nowhere near each other, but today is obviously the day that the plants are all fucking each other. Oh, they're getting it on. Like, they are just... It's pollen everywhere. I made the mistake of being outside. Have you had it much, actually, outside. this year? No, not... This is the first time. And do you know why? Same. Masks. Like, genuinely, oh, yeah. masks protect you from everything. It's the smallest flu season that we've ever had in the world, ever. And um, we should... Like, humans are gross. That hologram from Voyager, the one that is, like, cleaning up after everybody... He's left on the ship. Oh, yeah, Leland... And then yeah. they go over, and he hates organics. Um, Leland that hologram... Also- absolute that's the one the man that's in everything 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 and you don't even realize it his agent just hired that man yeah he's um he's tremendously good at his job his agent yeah. is yeah he's he's got it right humans are gross just wear a mask honestly <laughs> sean is now wearing a mask and we're going and to see how this goes uh, you sound better because i can can't hear you as well to the I- news You surprised me. You told me that you have some news this week. Indeed, I do. Ian, good God, I've done some prep. I know. I I, I always do prep, just very rarely for the pod. Um, yes. What is it? <laughs> no, it's a. Uh, it's sort of mm, not not the happiest news, but don't worry, oh, nobody's died. Um, in the Heights, which is the oh yes, which is yeah, the new need to see music, the film adaptation, the Warner Brothers adaptation of Lin Manuel Miranda's broadway show yes. um it's been a love letter from the critics every like i think so far it's been universe this is great and apparently it's being called a cultural moment for latinos you know it is it is a big deal and it has already underperformed at the box office now wh- where i'm just Wait, like what? Uh, because everything is underperforming at the box office like now oh, right, you know yourself sorry. like a, yes. a, a great first weekend in you know the the before times would have been like, oh, well, we pulled in like 30 million. 
yeah. you know, and good weekends now are like 15 million. And this was projected yeah. to do between 15 and 20, and it did 11 on its opening it's, weekend. I, <clears throat> yeah, it's a, it's a critic, like, every single critic I've seen has absolutely raved about it and loved it, but it's not a mass appeal drag you into the drag you into the cinema sort of situation. Hamilton did that because everybody had been out to the theatre. No one's even going to the theatre at the minute. That's it. And um, this is also streaming on HBO Max. And I think that's... Yeah, which... You need to... I, I don't know how they're going to... I suppose, like, obviously, there there is lots of precedent at HBO Max, Disney Plus. Yeah. Um, you know, I suppose they need to start finding a way to add those numbers together. Because I think... Mm-hmm. H, I might be wrong. I think HBO Max, once you have a subscription, like, you get these streaming movies as well whereas disney plus are doing premium access yeah disney pre is it called disney premium something like that but yeah. yeah you actually have to pay for them yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be the marvel films isn't it it's gonna be fast and furious it's gonna be marvel it's gonna be james bond before you start seeing the yeah 60 70 80 million opening weekends um i think what is it Oh, what's the? Oh, a quiet place two is doing well. Oh, sorry. Well. Yes, that's. Um, I was just thinking of that one. That's done like fifty million, million, hasn't it? No, hundred million. It's yeah. up over the hundred now, but it's it's had. That's I think it's insane. had another week again. So yeah, it's, so it's doing really, okay. Really good. But I think it'll be a long time before we see. Well, obviously, yeah. Endgame is. We're never like not never, but we won't be seeing that kind not of numbers again for a while. But the billion dollar movies. Yeah. It'll be Fast and Furious. I I predict Fast and Furious nine or. 19 whatever it is is going to be the 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 next one that makes you go oh that's going to nudge a billion because people will be so desperate for it mm. and it will be this is the one that everybody goes out to see even if it's garbage um speaking of um possible garbage, garbage um amber heard um so aquaman sequel has been given a title um which is the lost kingdom i could not be less interested in that title <laughs> i mean it's just hang on Oh, no, hang, that is, oh, no, no, no. So, sorry, my brain map for everyone who's struggling to go, what the hell is Sean on about? Uh, Atlantis, The Lost Empire is a Disney film. And then, so my brain straight away, hang on, have they just, no, no, well, just Aquaman, The Lost Kingdom, it it pretty much ripped it off, yeah. 100%. I hate generic titles so much. Aquaman and The Lost Kingdom, I, it sounds like a bad Disney movie, doesn't it? Kind of does. It really does. Now, I have not seen Aquaman. I believe it's fine. I have seen Aquaman and I really, really liked it. Okay. Other than the horrific CGI. Anything underwater was terrible. Other than the approach to the Gungan City, that looked really cool. But anything... I'm not kidding. It literally is the Gungan (laughs) City. Um, Anything with people looked weird. Um, Robert... Not Robert Patrick... Patrick. The T-1000 was in this film? Yeah, I wish. Patrick uh, from The Calling, The Calling, The Conjuring. <laughs> would get there in the end. Um, not Patrick Dempsey, that's McDreamy. <clears throat> it's not Patrick him. Patrick Wilson. Patrick Wilson, thank yeah. you. When, um, so yeah, Patrick Troughton does like some hideous CGI. <laughs> um, <laughs> I understood that reference. Anything with people looks pants, but the story, I loved it. I thought it was really, really good. And the film overall, I really, really liked it. Um, okay. This title doesn't do more, uh, nothing, doesn't do much for me, but James Wan has said it's going to be a much more serious film. Oh. I was like, ah, even if it is, don't lead with that in your press release stuff. Ex- because exactly. the whole point of the DCEU is that it was too fucking dark. So don't say, you know what, Aquaman's great, we're going to give it a gritty reboot. Stop it! <laughs> Stop it! 
I I heard like I mean, again because it's my own fault I haven't sat down to watch it and I do tend to like even dour DC I do tend to like yeah, the film agreed it's still um, watchable yeah and I heard I I thought Aquaman did so well because it was a bit of a breath of fresh air it was a kind of a step away ironically wait but like you know kind of oh this is lovely our main hero isn't suffering from extreme depression for the entire film. And so, and there's some bright colours in this one, as opposed to... And he to... has a sense of humour, and he cracks jokes, and yeah. talking to fish and stuff. And uh, I agree. I love it. And I think the opening the opening battle with Nicole Kidman is one of the best, if not the best, one-shot fight scenes it's just, I've ever seen. It's just Jason Momoa versus Nicole Kidman. It wasn't even it's scripted in the film. Like It was just like, she's like, <laughs> I'm used to being the star of my films, so yeah, I am not okay with this. Uh, um, yeah, exactly. Um, yes, so interesting. Again, that's not out until like the back end of December 2022, but interesting. interesting. Um, yes. You like Stephen King, don't you? I am very apprehensive as to what is coming next. Um, Christine is getting remade. Uh, controversial opinion. Book was fine. Didn't care for the John Carpenter movie, and I know I am <clears throat> very much in the minority on that one. Uh, sacrilege John Carpenter I love John uh, Carpenter. must be protected and he is fantastic anything he does no I actually agree it's like I kind of put it in the same bucket as Cujo didn't do it for me yeah. um, it was okay but it wasn't I can't get scared of a car unless it's the lorry from Duel um, that is the only scary car in the world for me I can I can understand that I, I have since watched enough clips of Duel to get that reference um, yeah yeah um, I mean sorry well, I mean I'm fine yeah so sorry I know the news you're I haven't allowed you to say. So please continue with your news. <laughs> the 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 bit that tweaked me is that Brian Fuller is going to be making it. Um, no, I like Brian Fuller. I want to like Brian Fuller. Okay. Uh, uh, why? Oh no, he's not. No, 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 he's not. No, sorry. No. Oh god, oh, okay, we live good. in a time where when you say that, no, it's no, like, no, seriously, oh, yeah. I see. What's when you he make done? that face, yeah. I, when you make that face, I expect it to be Ian. We're going to have to cut this from the podcast because Brian Fuller has touched people. Um, okay, I wanted to so cut what is that, that from the podcast. Uh, yeah, but, I'll cut that bit. But um, uh, yeah, no, just I think let the man. Uh, hang on, let me phrase it this way: let the man do his job. He has. I'm not saying he's blameless, but he has had an awful lot of stop starts over the last while. In no, agreed, agreed. Yeah. Um, I loved Hannibal. I wanted seven seasons of Hannibal. Oh, in fairness, um, Hannibal's brilliant. Hannibal's fantastic. That just yeah, woof. No, sorry, mean. actually. I'd completely forgotten that that was him. So I'm not going to backtrack entirely, but I will backtrack a lot based on how good Hannibal was. He's still giving me, he has a good, enough goodwill with me that I will watch um, what he does. That's it. I'll, I'll watch it. Did you see Pushing Daisies? That's him as well. I I didn't. And it is him. That's, that's his big thing. And I haven't seen it, but yeah. again, heard good things. So, okay. Well, perhaps we should recommend each other Pushing Davies. Because Davies is a brick, and you've got to push him did, over. Did Russell T. Davies make that show? Uh, I, I don't know. They're all, I'm allowed to say this, they're all as gay as each other, Ian, so yes. I, I don't know. Oh, it took me so long to realise that queer as folk meant something else. <laughs> took me a while, in fairness. Uh, but then again, I was watching it way uh, too young. Sean, uh, should we do the to the to what we watched last week, but aren't confident enough to recommend one way or the other? Oh, well, I mean, yes, but I am 100% about to recommend this thing. I actually watched a thing. I'm not renaming it again. Okay, to the things. 
Um, so, what did you watch, Sean? Uh, this, so this is only just, well, I say only just, this is recently enough landed on Netflix on this side of the pond, Superstore. And it's hilarious. I'm loving it. Yeah, it's been on UK Netflix for quite a while. Um, okay. And it's caught my eye. So just crap very, all over what I just said there. Yeah, sorry, buddy. Um, the reason I haven't watched it yet is because this is the second time that my idea for a TV show has been stolen. I'm really fucked off about it What now. was the first one? Um, the first one was Continuum. So it oh, yeah. was, I honestly, almost word for word, they stole, I even, I have a notebook dated in like 2021. Uh, that was Well, that would be year. the problem. That would be the first problem. Yeah. In 2011, which says Continuum, and it's a time travel show that's very similar to the premise of actual Continuum, so much so that I thought somebody had stolen my notebook. And now they've done it again with Superstore, and I'm annoyed. Uh, that is absolutely fair. However, suck it up and watch it, because you'll love it. Um, anyone who's ever worked in any kind of retail really Mm -hmm. particularly anyone who's worked in a supermarket but any kind of retail it's just like oh you're going to enjoy this because it's it's rife for piss taking it really is it is and it's so stuff you deal with every day is ludicrous like there is uh, it it is standalone but there is an overarching plot the first season is quite short it's 10 episodes I think and then there's a really random season 2 episode 1 is set halfway through season one with not a word of explanation. Oh, that's really weird. Oh, yeah, and it was just like, have I? Has Netflix screwed Did up I the order? Something? And then season two, episode two, is clearly the follow-on from the end of season one. It's just like... That's so weird. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, but other than that, it's just pure light. This is what I need. It's... Yeah, so I, I thoroughly recommend, like, there's no plots people working in a superstore like it's you know what yeah. what do you want man it's that's what it is yeah, exactly. it's what you think it is yeah. that's what it is um yeah and it's it's, a, it's i a could honestly i could write for them i could hand on heart yeah. i could write seven seasons of material for these guys without a doubt there is man dealing with the public gives you some stories it really does I, everyone uh, i'll just say it's really good. everyone should do it at some point in their life because it will teach you an awful 100%. lot about how yeah. to deal with people Yep, and how you shouldn't deal with people as well. Yeah, very fair. Um, you can always tell customers that have never worked in retail. You can tell spot them a mile off. Um, if I ever eventually um, leave my job, I will start a mini podcast communicating the stories of, of my my time, my how long? Fifth, 16, 16 years in retail. That's why you look <sighs> as old and haggard as you do. I see. But I watched, um, I finished watching something this week. Um, Our friendship. Talked- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I finished watching that burn and yeah. I warmed my toes by it. It was nice. Um, what did you watch? Like disappointment. I watched Invincible. I've not have- seen it yet. It, I'm, I've heard oh, good. It's good. Um, I have problems as always, but it's good. Um, and my biggest problem is Robert Kirkman because he has okay. to go for shock value. So, did you? Were you a big Walking Dead person? Not. Not really. I've seen a lot of it, but I've never sat down season mm-hmm. one, episode one, and watched yeah. The Walking Dead. But just from being alive, ironically, you know, it uh, I know all of the difference. <laughs> That's two two in a row. Thank Up you. for fresh air and being alive. Thank I you. I'm quite, I'm quite pleased with all this. Uh, so, good. but I would have seen enough to like. I get that The Walking Dead was haha. No character is safe on The Walking Dead until about season well, not season six until about season seven when exactly you know. 
You know? And season six, you'll know the, you must know the iconic thing with Negan and yeah. the bat and uh, what's his name? Um, something young. Stephen Young. Stephen Young, thank you. His exit from the show. Yes. Now, Invincible is that for an entire series. And by the time I got to episode 10, it was too much. The last episode, without any spoilers, I was just like, I'm now, I don't know how I can enjoy this. It is so, so much. And it's like, because this is animated, we can do it. There are no limits. There is There are no barriers here. It's going onto a streaming service as well, so yeah. there's literally no censorship. So it's even, um, if you like, it's even freer than The Walking Dead is, because that's hundred percent way yeah. way for it. It makes The Walking Dead look like um, Coronation Street. Like it is, it's um, an awful lot of The Walking Dead is like Coronation Street, but anyway, it is now. Yes, <laughs> it actually is. I've seen it being um, compared to The Boys an awful lot. Would that be? Fair. Yeah, it's the boys on steroids. It's the boys because it's a superhero show that does things that no other superhero show has done. And in fact, it's actually like the boys in a lot of ways, but it goes a thousand steps further. Um, but overall, it's a massive recommend with a huge, huge warning of if you don't like cartoon gore, get away from it. Um, if you watch episode one and don't watch the rest of the series, there's something I think particularly wrong with you. Um Episode one, if that doesn't hook you in, this isn't the show for you. Um, but yeah, I liked it. The themes are fantastic. It's really original. But by the end, I was like, can we... I'm so sick of blood. I'm really done. <laughs> it's like a sore film. Uh. <laughs> Grant, I'll watch it. I'll give it a go. It's eat yet. I would watch it. Yeah. You'll like it. You'll definitely like it. You should watch it. Cool. Um, right. And now, on the topic of animation... Yes, brutal animation, and there's a lot of murder in this film. Um, but yes, my second choice for best animated films forever and ever and ever that I love forever is The Emperor's New Groove. Ian, I'm so glad you picked this film. Um, yeah, Because it's so much fun. It just it is the least serious Disney film you will ever watch. It does not take itself seriously at all. Um it's fantastic. When was the... Have you watched it recently other than for this episode? Uh, I, I, I'm i going to say within the last two or three years, I had seen mm. it, yeah. Um, yeah. And then before that, it was about six or seven years, and before that, it was when it came out. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I have seen it. It is one that I have seen a few times. Um, in fact, we celebrated my 13th birthday by going to the cinema to watch The Emperor's New Groove. Oh, fuck. Brilliant, perfect. Yeah. It is. It is weird because um, it's coming off for the back of the bonkers run of the Little Mermaid, Lion King, um, uh, Mulan, Aladdin, Beauty Aladdin, and the Beast, Mulan, Hercules, Beauty and the Beast. Thank you, all <laughs> yeah, of those. It's right. It, it was. It was a busy, a busy decade. Busy <laughs> it was decade. a busy decade. Yeah. Um, but it was definitely it was a reaction to like kind of the disappointment of the Hunchback of Notre Dame and Pocahontas. Um, it was like, how do we get back to the numbers that we were doing um, kind of in the early 90s? Um, so you can see why it has a much softer approach to a story than Pocahontas and The Hunchback does, which are pretty dour films. Well, yes and yes. Um, I will happily do an episode on either. I've, I've actually, on, Ditto. on my other pod, I've done Hunchback and it was an hour 40. 
Um, Woof. Because there's so much to talk about. Um, and also, just like, you know, kind of Pocahontas subtitles, racism at the movies. Well, quite, yeah. exactly. Uh, thankfully. They're not going to be in a hurry to make that into a live action film, I don't think. Well, they already did, didn't they? Like the New World or something with did Colin they? Farrell? Uh, but because it's public domain story. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, yeah. yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, yeah. Actually, sorry, what am I talking about? They did. It's called Avatar. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, and Dances with Wolves. You know, it's like, you know. Yeah, to, to be, yeah this is a recurring thing. It really it? is. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. White man learns local ways, nothing yeah. goes wrong. Um, How many people does it take? Ha! Yeah. Oh, actually, there's an argument. There we go. um, Insurrection. Yeah. Absolutely. It's the same thing. How many does it take, Admiral? I'm ordering you to the guard. (laughs) Anyway, right. Uh, So, Emperor's New Groove. So, the Emperor's New Groove. This is the story of a very greedy, selfish, um, self-absorbed emperor who is essentially just wants to build a holiday home for himself. Yeah. his um, chief advisor, um, Yzma, wants the throne for herself. She is an evil, evil scientist, magician lady that turns him into a llama. And throughout the course of the film, um, Lama Kuzco has to learn the true meaning of love um, whilst trying to return back to the palace to turn himself back into a humor with human with the help of Pacha, the man who he is threatening to displace i think that's the best synopsis that's i've really ever done good. That, that is a really <laughs> really good um a summary of it that um, was concise yeah so, uh so yeah um why this film Ian? oh because i love meta like for me any movie that knows it's a movie and any movie that like references stuff slays me because it's just an extra level of intelligence which means kids can watch it and just think huh that's cool but adults can watch it and go, ha, that's cool. Um, and that's it's summed up by the map scene. So it's a stereotype <laughs> that you see in so many like Bugs Bunny cartoons. Any cartoon you mention, it's there. And they've got the chase. The arrows are following them. The dotted arrows that appear on the map. They look behind them and the arrows are right there. I love that like, so much. Okay, we're going to go with this. It's, it's fucking hilarious. And you follow them on this journey and they get at the destination and somehow, uh, Kuzco, uh, no, sorry, Isma uh, and Kronk have made it to the palace before, before Kuzco. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. How did you get here before? So I was like, well, well, I don't know. By all accounts, it makes no sense. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and he pulls down the map, which is like, it shows exactly how it was impossible. And it's like, there's no explanation for it. There's no logic. It's just like, yep, because plot. Um. I like. I don't even know where to start with this. Uh, the cast. Um, yeah, really good. David Spade, John Goodman, Eartha Kitt, Patrick Warburton, Wendy Malick. I did well not reading that from a list. Well done, well done. Now, who in two thousand and one? Yes, thirty three minus twenty thirteen. There we go, Sean. Good. Well um, none of these are A listers. John Goodman is. And all of them in their careers have done very, very well, but not at that time. And they were flipping fantastic. This John is this Goodman is a had perfect... done the Flintstones by this point. Say again. John Goodman had done the Flintstones by this point. Really, the Flintstones? That's that's not the Big Lebowski, no. Um... Flintstones and James Bond. He was in Goldeneye as well. Oh, I think I, I think I knew that. Yeah, I'm not saying, but yes, but 
you know, two big hits does no, not make even that. Yeah. Even that John Goodman is not worth not right up there. No, you can not in right. 2001 anyway. No, no. Um, I would say even now, not yeah. Anyway, anyway, no, totally agree. Yeah. Um, but that's why I like it because they're actually good voice actors. It's not, there's no stunt casting in this. No, 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 you're right. Sorry, there isn't. And even though it seems like there was now, but there, there wasn't, like, you seem like, oh, well, you get Patrick Warburton because he's got that voice. No, this was his first big movie. Yeah. It's awesome. Uh, it's, and he has some of the best lines. When, oh, man. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Oh, it's all coming together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. My spinach puffs. My spinach puffs. Eartha Kitt as Yzma. Uh, oh, that voice is so good. I, oh, I want to uh, say she's my favorite, but then so is Kronk. And then. Oh, Kronk is my favorite. They're Hands all pretty. Yeah, like, yeah. Hands uh, down. Um, um, but like even Tom Jones as the theme tune guy. Uh, Literally, they have to observe it, don't they? They have to make a make a point of that. Uh, I even have my own theme tune guy. Ah, I love it. Um, there is. So, tell me about this film. Um, no, <laughs> no, it's hilarious. Um, it's got an interesting little backstory yes, to it, it of how it got made. I imagine you've read the same articles that I have. I probably have. <laughs> um. So yeah, it wasn't a. It wasn't originally going to be the Emperor's New Groove. It was going to be called um, uh, the Kingdom of the Sun because mm-hmm. um, obviously it has lots of Inca um, uh, links, and it was more going to be aimed towards like kind of a Lion King kind of story. And the same chap that made Lion King also was originally making this. Um, Sting was going to do all of the music, and it just went to shit. And it took seven years to release this film. Seven years, it's ridiculous. There was a, a test screening or something, and it like couldn't have gone worse. Audiences hated it, like yeah. really viciously. Like, I think of your worst Twitter troller hated this film, um, because they were trying to. It's like, it's like you said, like, all right, Graham, we're still in that Disney Renaissance mindset. Let's do the Lion King, let's do the big epic, let's do that again, yeah. And it's so funny when you look at the movie now, you're like, I couldn't think of one that's further away because there's nothing particularly epic in the Disney animation style epic about this. There's no massive set pieces. You know, there's no reveal of Pride Rock in nope. this. Um, there's like, no yeah sweeping musical numbers. There's only the opening musical and that's it. Yeah. And then there's the last song, which is actually still by Sting and it's awful. Sorry, Sting. Uh, it plays over the end credits. And don't yeah, worry, I've already switched what, it off at that point. Yeah, it stood out a mile away, didn't it? They were just gonna, and he had to fight to get that song in it. So he was gonna pull that song entirely because um, uh, because the original ending, my brain's all over the place. The original ending was, yeah, Cusco isn't gonna tear down the village. What he's gonna tear down instead is a fucking rainforest. Um. And it, it had most of it animated, pull down the rainforest. He builds this massive water park, but it's all right because they bring the entire village over. Um, and Sting just said, if you go with this, I quit. Like, I am gone. You can't use anything. Um, and they did. They changed the ending just to keep him at the end credits. Like, like that what? is Although it was him, well, he, in a weird way, led to Tom Jones uh, doing the first song because he had written the song but he was and originally it was like oh Sting you'll perform this and he was like this is no like it doesn't suit the film anymore um like I'll do the song but 
I was saying, I'll write the song, but it doesn't suit. You need to have someone young and hip. And so they got Tom Jones. Fucking Tom Jones. Yep, that's what you need, oh. definitely. So it's the the production is weird. So it got marred with all of that. Um, eventually, um, who's the man that did Lion King? So um, Lion King was Roger Allers. Yeah, that's yeah. it. So they parted ways um, yeah, be- quite violently. Yes, um, he asked for... Well, so it, it got close to... Uh, I'll say 99, right? It was, anyway, it was coming up yes. to... yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. And there was just like, lads, this is not a prayer. This, this, the film, as we envision it, will not be ready for a release date. And, you know, there was a problem because it wasn't just, you know, oh, you must hit your release date. So there was a huge merchandising push. It was like, you know, look, the toys go live on May the 1st or whatever it is. And if there's no film, they're just going to, they're going to stay on the shelves as opposed to flying off the shelves. Yeah, 100%. Um, and then we got a problem. So, yeah, Allers was kind of, you know, I believe, uh, you know, a team of uh, chiselers made a door in the wall for him and he was quickly shown door. Yeah. Yeah, and they then sealed it up behind him. Which is just bonkers, isn't it? And I'm glad because we got an incredible film accidentally. Um, It's better for it. It's just amazing how one idea can turn into... You can turn this sweeping, uh, what do you call it, sweeping epic like The Lion King and turn it into this basically Disney parody like The Emperor's New Groove, but I love it. And I think, actually, you, you just said something really interesting there. The fact that it it is a palette parody, and it's a parody of the film we haven't seen. Yeah, in a, in a lot of ways it must be. like There's songs that are written and out there and recorded that we just won't get to see, which is really interesting. And if there's anything like the last um, one, I am quite conf- I'm quite happy not hearing them. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, uh, but no, I really liked it. Um, the um, intro, and I've got another little little tidbit, little interesting fact. Go for it. You know, Kronk's little um, hum and tune that he does. Yes, and um, when he's sneaking, he's sneaking him out. So he's they've turned Kuzco into a llama. Um, so they, and then they put him in a bag and run away with him. And he does a Mission Impossible style hum. Um, as he's trying to escape. And Patrick Warburton just made up that tune as he went, just invented it. And Disney just like liked it so much they bought it from him and made him sign over all of the rights to that tune just in case they wanted to use it. Like, that's just the most Disneyest fucking thing I've ever heard. It really? I Like, heaven forbid they lose a cent. That it's, it's both gas and just like, yep. Yep, Come that on. makes sense. Yep, that that absolutely makes sense with That's what we know about Disney. Disney. As long as Patrick Warburton made some good money out of, you know, coming up with a tune on the spot. Um, yeah. I just, I just okay. want to give a, a shout really quickly to two people. Um, one is, I mentioned in our first episode of this season, um, Neil Sharpson, who keeps an incredible blog going through each of the Disney animated films. Mm. Um, and I... Thank you very much, Neil, who may never hear this episode, uh, because he did an amazing breakdown on Emperor's New Groove. So mm. want to put that out straight away. Uh, Mark Dindle took over for Roger Allers as director. Yes. And what a turnaround. Yeah. It's but great. Mother yeah. of God. There is one person who um, potentially may not like this film very much, and that's Owen Wilson. Yeah, that's a. I, I think he's done okay, though. To be completely fair, yes, I think Cars probably helped. 
Yeah, are you kidding? Yeah. Um, no, I think obviously he um, he was gonna Kuzco was originally gonna be um, a lot younger, wasn't he? Um, yes. Wait, is it Kuzco? No, well, yeah, Kuzco. Well, I think I think Kuzco was all, well. It was gonna be the Prince and the Pauper done in in yes, like an Inca style, and I think it was always gonna be day. I think it was always gonna be David Spade and Owen Wilson's character. Sorry, was going it's to- the peasant. Yeah, yeah, Hatcher, but younger. Um, so yeah, a different movie with Owen Wilson in it, and Barbara Streisand was going to be Isma, reportedly. Like, like what? I mean, grand, but I, I doubt. Seeing, I just can't imagine Isma not being the way that she is because she is pitch perfect. Uh, An Earth is so good. Is just oh yeah, drunk. Pull the <laughs> lever. Why do we even have that liver? I think my favourite scene in the whole film um, is the kitchen scene. Um, So they go into uh, not Kronk, Kuzco's complaining that the food is just absolute garbage. So he goes in and starts whining at the chef. Nobody apparently in this film can distinguish one person's voice from another. Because when Cusco leaves and Kronk comes in to complain about the food, the chef assumes it's the same person. Yeah. It's like, right, fine, you do it. And Cusco, uh, Kronk just happily, happily continues. Um, and it's just the revolving door of, um, can I have the potatoes as a side? Yeah, but I have to charge you full price. Okay, I'll have the potatoes with cheese. Yep, that's fine. I'll do it with cheese. No cheese. I don't like cheese. Okay, no cheese. With the cheese. Make up your mind. Fine. And it's so nobody realizes that like, they should absolutely see each other, but the, the chaos of Kronk in the kitchen is so good. Oh, it's it like it, it's one of the, it's one of those scenes. It, it's hard to describe because it rests on Warburton's performance, and he just, yeah absolutely because he just he's so deadpan in how yes. fantastic as a chef he is in this, and he's just like picks it up like that straight away. Yep. Um, I do not have the lines in front of me here, but yeah, she's like, you know, kind of. Oh, oh, I do. Oh, go for it. Sorry. I And I, wa- I want to hear your best Warburton. Give me your best Kronk. No, my next favorite bit is Kronk with his realization and he's sleeping outside of the tent and he suddenly wakes up. He's like, the peasant at the dinner. He didn't pay his check. <laughs> and then he goes back to sleep and he gets up. <gasps> It's the peasant who I saw leaving the city, who disappeared into the crowd of Cusco in the back of his car. He must have taken us back to his village, so if we find the village, we find him. If we find him, we find Cusco. Oh yeah, it's all coming together. <laughs> I love it, so he's and so, Teddy has so pleased. Yeah, with the same hat on him. He's so pleased with himself, so if we find him, we find Cusco. Oh, oh yeah, buddy. it's all coming together. And then he sleeps soundly and you got to imagine that is the best sleep that anybody has ever had and he bursts into the tent then and there's Yzma with her face cream and her cucumbers on her <laughs> eyes and it's like ah! just screams oh man I love it when they at the very beginning Yzma's talking to um to like Cusco and she's trying to convince him that she's being genuine by doing like the big puppy dog eyes and for a second she's she's doing kind of like the Jafar eyes almost Hmm. and Cusco looks to be like hypnotized but he's actually just focusing on her crow's feet and wrinkles oh my god look look at all of those wrinkles and then there's like food in her teeth how long has that been there (laughs) my spinach puffs um (laughs) um it's 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 a 
funny that if you think of all the Disney villains, right, and their motivations and everything, um, like he's actor. Like Cusco yeah. is a dick. Cusco's not a good person. At all. Even at the end of the film, he's not a good person. Yeah. Um, he it shouldn't take any kind of lesson to realize that tearing down an entire village to build a water park is a not good thing to do. Mm. And poor um, poor John Goodman is way too understanding. He should have killed him. He should have let the llama die. Hell. And he'd never have been caught for it. Sorry, but llama rights are not very high up on, uh, you know, at the time. Potentially now. No, definitely. No. Uh, Still not now. Um, What's the difference between an alpaca and a llama? The spelling. Good, exactly. Because they're talking about, like, the fur blanket that they used to camp with. It's like, oh, is this made out of... Is this... What's this made out of? Oh, it's 100% alpaca fur. I was like, that should fucking freak you out. That is the cousin of the llama. Like, not too distantly related either. I'm wearing its flesh. Um, yes. Love it. I just... I, actually, to go back <sighs> to the diner for a second, there's a shocking amount of people can't tell the difference between a llama and a woman. Oh, especially the guy at the bar. That's just like, as soon as Cusco goes into the kitchen, he like gives him a big thumbs up. Just like, yeah, you got yourself a good one there. <laughs> <laughs> that is a fine piece of ass. Good, good lord. Um, um, but this film has another first in it. It has the first pregnant woman. Yes, um, yes, it does in it. Yeah, I think we read the same screen rant. Uh, um, I did. I didn't. <laughs> I did not read the screen rant article, but it's not that I wouldn't. But uh, thank you, screen rant. You've um, uh, helped me out there. But yes, um, and she's fully. She is a fully capable person as well. Like she actually she's helps to thwart, kind of thwart Isma and Croco do the skipping thing where they're clapping hands and everything. So oh, good. sorry, it's so good. Kronk, break this she... door down. Are you kidding me? That's hand-carved mahogany. <laughs> um, yeah, he, when uh, Patcher is at the window and should, should I help? And she's like, no, 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 you go do this. I'll deal with the evil witch. First of all, horrible husband for letting her deal with this. But she's just like, I got this. I don't care that I'm pregnant. Well, ma- um, maybe. No, I'll maybe help. he just well, understands do. her courage, her strength, yeah. you know? Um, we'll take that, definitely. Yeah. Um, but uh, what was I going... Oh, yeah, like, so even the kids are like, they're all like, no, 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 we're, we're fine. Yzma's in no position to win this battle. Um, yeah, we're absolutely fine. We got this. But uh, oh, what I love as well, like, oh, there's, yeah. there's so many, um, like, kind of almost Batman references. Like, you know, when Isma and Kronk go through into their secret lab and they get into the the basically the roller coaster, but they arrive fully dressed at the bottom. You know, like yes. Batman and Robin in the sixties <laughs> show. And I saw that apparently Adam West was written to have a little cameo role as one of the villagers in. Pasha's village. Oh, that's amazing. And apparently he was, you know, this ancient frail old man who, you know, pledged to help with his secret army who would all turn out to be scarecrows. Oh my god. Uh, Why didn't they do that? Uh, I could only, like, it has to be just pacing, but like that would be gas. Oh my god, that would be fantastic. Uh, but can you imagine Patrick Warburton and Adam West? Actually, you can because you've seen oh, Family Guy, but you know what I mean? <laughs> like, No, I know what you mean. It's almost the same person. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, um, oh, so so much fun. There's um, you, so you know the squirrel, Bucky, that's in the woods. Yep, um, Bucky the squirrel is voiced by somebody that you've definitely heard before. Do you know this? I 
think I have, in, in fact, I have, I know it's not the voice who does every single bloody voice in, or, or every animal voice in Hollywood, uh, who is Frank Welker. So it's not Frank Welker. It's not him. It's no. the other one. So this guy, so first of, so all the squirrel does is like a, no words at all. Mm-hmm. And this chap is called Bob Bergen. Um, now, like all great voice actors, you probably haven't heard of him. But this chap has been Porky Pig, Sylvester, Tweety. He's been in Fraggle Rock. Um, he's voiced Luke Skywalker in every, pretty much all of the Luke, all of the Star Wars video games. Oh, um, he's been in Star Wars, The Clone Wars. Um, he has been in most of the Looney Tunes at some point. He's in Star Wars: The Bad Batch. Um, he's done stuff for Jim Henson. He is just super, super, super fucking talented. Um, in The Lion King, he voices the hyenas. <laughs> in Space Jam, he is Porky Pig, Tweety Bird, Marvin the Martian. Um, and da, 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 da. He's in Hercules. He's everywhere, and they cast him as the fucking squirrel. Can you imagine that? Like, as long as he gets paid. The talent. Yeah. <laughs> Like, that's ridiculous. Oh, that's like, you know, kind of like, ah, oh, yes, crazy. we will get a mezzo-soprano to sing Happy Birthday. Yeah, uh, exactly. Um, oh, that's so good. Oh, that is, that is, gosh. There is a criticism against this film. Go on. Animation's not great. But. It's kind of it's, standard, it's, isn't it? I'd say, I would I would honestly say it's below standard, but, but I am not a horrible human being. That is because of the rush job they had to get it to the cinema. So particularly mm-hmm. if you look at any crowd scenes, there are four characters in this movie because they are repeated <laughs> over and over and over again. Oh no. Um, and it's hey, look, it's understandable. Like it's it's when you then go and compare it to the Disney The Prince Queen. of Ancient Egypt. Well that too. Yeah. yeah. Um and then it's like, oh okay, I can't really you can't really Eesh, get behind it's that. It's not one. quite that good. But it's yeah. because it was like Grand, remember that film that's due on Friday? Yeah, can you start animating that today? <laughs> could, you, yeah. could you start animating that for uh, me? This definitely wasn't 350 animators from 35 different countries, no, was it? No, this was Which 350 is a shame. minutes of yes. one guy yeah, exactly. pulling his hair out. Yeah. Um, it's got a fantastic rating on Rotten Tomatoes. It's up at like 85%. Good. Um, which is really good. And it's just an acknowledgement of the script, I think. This has got... One of the funniest Disney scripts. Um, yes, it does. Yeah. Of any film, I think the laughs per minute are are bigger than anything else. Um, hey, Ian, Ian, I think it's hilarious. Don't tell me, we're about to go over a huge waterfall. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Sharp rocks at the bottom, most likely. Yeah. Bring it on. <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> when when um, Patrick comes to rescue him from the dark forest, um, and they get tied to the branch, and it's like, wouldn't you say that this is possibly a worse situation like no 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 this is fine this is an opportunity it cracks Crack. they start to fall <laughs> like, i hate you oh yeah sorry yeah um, just just that just i hate you yeah i forgot about that. I hate you. oh and it's the little throwaway lines like when they're going through you work out that cronk is a um is a squirrel scout and he's just like squicker, basically treated squicker squicken a squicky squicker squicker then um, he's just treating this hunt for Cusco as just like an expedition. He's like, oh, look, a golden-throated small-winged wobbler. Just one more for the exotic bird bingo. I am loving this. Meanwhile, Yzma's in the back being chased by a whole swarm of bees or something yes! like that. Yes! Uh... Kronk! Oh. I love it. Is Kronk a bad guy? 
No, not film. at all. He is simple and he is doing exactly what his employer, his boss is telling him to do. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I guess at the end he does come through, doesn't he? 100%. Because he's got like the devil and the angel on his shoulders. <laughs> what are the odds that the trapdoor would leave me out right here? <laughs> My Patrick Waterford the- impression is not good. <laughs> no, it's fine. But this film gets away with that kind of shit because it, it is a parody of convenience. Complete and descent and descends even further again as you know, into the third act of the film. It's just like if you thought yeah. we were putting any sense on sense before this, please put that out of your head right now. Please stop. Uh, yeah. It's great. <laughs> oh man, and how the film ends with him leading a little this is definitely Kronk's film. I'm sorry. Um, leading a little bunch of squ- squirrel, Girl Scout, Boy Scout uh, people. It's like, my acorn is missing. Squeaker, squeak, squeak, squeak. <laughs> Did you eat my acorn? Squeak, squeaking and squeak, squeaker. Oh. You owe me a new acorn. <laughs> it's just so good. And he's got the, the, uh, the, the, the thing on him as well. But uh, And then you have, yes, Yzma of a later version as one of the uh, Scout members as well. Oh. oh, it's so good. Did you know also that Cat Yzma is not voiced by um, um, it is not voiced by um, Eartha Kit? That is news to me. Voiced by Mark Dindle. <laughs> I did not know that. Okay. Yeah. That's great. Um... It's absolutely strange. Um, let me see if I can pull up the actual thing for it. Again, thank you, Screen Rant, for this. Excellent. That's um, cool. Because, yes, because... So, bucky, bucky, bucky. The, in, the information I was going off there is that apparently... Now, this is this is apocryphal. That when Cat Yzma says, Is that my voice? Is that my voice? Apparently, that was a reaction of Eartha Kitt hearing her voice. Oh, but interesting. But that is apocryphal. No, I, I, I can't... It's... um Yeah, no, it's a... Oh, bear with me. Where is it? Blah 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 blah. Um, da, da, da. It. Um, well, I mean, that is a nod to the fact that it isn't her voice. That's gas. Um, I've lost my thing, but it's not the end of the world. Did it's fine. It was on a different article. I did. Um, no, it was on a different article. So, but anyway, yeah, it's true. Mark Dindle, the director, voices the cat. That's of, gas. Um, cat version of Eastman, which is fantastic. So when they obviously put it through like modulators and shit. It's like, is that my voice? Like, that's the point, is that it's not Eartha Kit, it's not her voice. That is, that's funny. Ironic that Eartha Kit did not play Cat Yzma. Because Eartha Kit is Catwoman from the 60s Batman show. Oh, sorry. Yes, got it. Okay. Took me a second to get that's there. That's quite all right. That's quite all right. I right, thank you very much. Excellent, excellent. Uh, Yzma wears a sombrero at one point. I just had to make sure that people were aware of the fact that Yzma wears a sombrero and has a birthday cake in front of her, and it's absolutely wonderful. And I love that. I mean, it's pure joy. Pure Fantastic. joy. Fantastic. Pure love joy. It. Are you sure Eartha Kitt played Batman? Seriously? Did I say... No, I said Catwoman. In Batman. Oh, in Catwoman. The 60s. Sorry, I thought you said Batman. That's what confused the shit out of me. No, she's Sorry. Catwoman. Um, Catwoman. Oh, that's awesome. That's really, really cool. Um, so it does the classic thing that Disney films do from the 90s, and it got a direct-to-video sequel. Um, Which, I've, obviously, I've not seen. Uh, I believe it's not awful. No. I haven't seen it. No, it's apparently it's completely awful. Oh. Um, it's The Emperor's New Groove 2, Kronk's New Groove, and it has a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's impressive. That is not one, not one, one percent. That's really impressive. 
Um, and you think that's the absolute right decision to make. If I was going to make a sequel, I would 100% focus on Kronk. Like, yeah, definitely. But apparently... That's it. Eartha Kiss did... Like, she would have probably been the biggest because of the history. Uh, she did come back for the yeah. sequel. And there's a TV show as well, I believe. Correct. Yeah. yeah, they all came back. The only person that didn't was David Spade. Um, Patrick Warburton, Eartha Kitt, John Goodman came back. But yeah, bizarre, which is quite rare. You usually have to retool the whole yeah. thing. But yeah, it just did not do well. Um, at all, at all, at all. But um, props, to the, props to the guard who got turned into a cow and asked him to go home. Uh, that fucking slays me. And they're all okay with it. No context. Like, uh, I've been turned into a cow. Can I be excused? Yes, you can. Are you guys all right? Yeah, no, we're fine. The fucking octopus, like, everyone else is okay. Like, we are a-okay with this. Did you notice the cameo? Uh, no. Okie dokie. So, uh, so they Come all get on. turned into animals, one of whom gets turned into a gorilla, and that gorilla is a copy and paste from Tarzan. Oh, fantastic. Which had, I believe it was the immediately preceding animated film. Fascinating. Uh, so yeah, um, they love doing that, don't they? Oh, they do. the The monkey at the very beginning looks very much like a poo. Very, very similar. So this is when they do the the zoom out from the castle, and it's Isma. I think it's Isma screaming. Um, no, it's not. I it's, think it, it's Cusco screaming. Yeah, it's still Cusco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they zoom out, zoom out, zoom out, and then it's a branch, and it's a monkey eating a bug on a tree. Um, which is a nod to Citizen Kane. Which I'm sure you knew. <laughs> uh, in, 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 indeed I did. Indeed I did. Because, as I say, this very handy little uh, article has summed it all up for me quite nicely. Thank you very much, article. So, you're going with Screen Rant, I'm going with The Unshaved Man. Between us, yeah. a review shall be made. Um, indeed. Uh, Nothing original to be said here, other than we Exactly. Um, music's fine. What music? Yeah. I don't like Tom Jones. Uh, and John Debney, who it. did the soundtrack. I mean, it's no... It's no Hans Zimmer. It's no Lion King. Uh, it's not. It's grand. It's... Yeah. You have to have it. It's not offensive. Yeah. Um, have you seen the Sweatbox? No. That was... Is it Sting's wife? Correct. So the condition of Sting doing the music for the original film was that his wife would be allowed to create a documentary based on the production. Now, of all of the Disney films to pick, to do a documentary on the production of, what an absolute turn of good fortune that it was this disaster that was the Kingdom of the Sun that got completely yeah. retooled. So it's fascinating. Like, you can actually... there's I haven't seen it, but I'm going to. But I've, I saw some clips, and yeah, Owen Wilson is in it, Sting is in it, the original cast is in it. It's bizarre so bizarre and apparently um your man uh alice was very frank about how shit it is to work for disney that's interesting i mean like and did they ever find his body <laughs> i know what you're gonna because it is disney in fairness is one of those companies that you don't tend to see people who have a career black or bad mouth um no, you just, you wouldn't, would you? Like, they're too powerful. If there is a company that could make people disappear, it is Amazon and it yeah, is Disney, exactly, yeah. 100%. They could absolutely they disappear. They will have your people. body dumped in a jungle within one to two working days. Uh, faster if you yeah, with and they will charge your... Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they will charge absolutely. your family for the pleasure. Um, funny enough, because um, another... Uh, 
another documentary I saw that was refreshingly honest. Uh, it was a Fox documentary, which is obviously now owned by Disney, which is interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. The Alien Quadrilogy. My God, is that like they they take the gloves off? Yeah. Oh really? Oh, I would. It's I brilliant. Would watch it's really really good, and they are very 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 honest about the making of the well the first four films. Um, May we could do a series just on the alien films. Can we? Can we please? Yeah, let's do it. Done. So it's, up a, for that. it's on record. It's on record. I feel almost bad okay. because this film is this film is short. Oh, it it's really I haven't got a lot more to say about Same. it. Um, yeah, I like this it, film. It's it's hilarious, it's short. Um the behind the scenes stuff is way more interesting. The story itself is it's not the story that makes it's, me want to watch this it's film. The it's the individual it's the characters, moments. You know? Exactly. Yeah. It's the it's the pulling down of the map and saying, oh, I have no idea, but all accounts it makes no sense. Yeah. It's, it's Cusco is a terrible um, human, terrible llama being, yeah. you know? Terrible llama being. And Yzma just being brilliantly performed and just great to listen to. I'm telling um, you, nobody ordered a trampoline. Well, listen, buddy, you could have told me that before I took it <laughs> off the cart. Like... Which is fantastic what? because he's had to take it off the cart, put it there, they're having the argument. It's so, and it's just perfect. It saves the day. It, it's just, it, it, it's one of those, <sighs> it, it's the ultimate, lads, just switch. Well, not even, no, I mean, it's not even a switch off your brain and enjoy it. You can actually leave your brain switched on for this one and really yeah. have a good time. It's safe it, for kids, but this is no, for grown-ups. Yeah, you can absolutely appreciate it as a grown-up. You can appreciate it way more as a grown-up. Yeah. And, it's it could almost be accused of being lazy because it doesn't have to think to write itself out of situations it's it's the worst film you could possibly like put under a microscope because it's just like it doesn't give a shit it doesn't care it it kind of it it strikes me as well because it came out 2001 it strikes me as a film that it was kind of ahead of the curve in that way a lot of films would come Mm. out quite quickly after this and i'm not saying this was the first one because i don't i'm not sure if it was but a lot of films will come out quickly after this. That would just yeah. it was stunt cast. They would rely on the one-liners that weren't particularly funny. I think. What are we up to now? Yeah. Shrek Fifty, um, which is just. Oh, I can't believe they're making a Shrek Five. I, I mean, Stop. Joe, I'm not surprised. Um, Enough. Yeah, exactly. I did. I will. I'll talk about Shrek One all day, uh, and Two has its moments. Yeah, agreed. Uh, yeah. Um. um. I saw this super dark thing about Shrek 1. So it was... So I... They've kidnapped all of the fairy tale creatures and the three bears are in a cage. Uh, In a scene later on, Papa Bear and Baby Bear are... Have you seen the same video? (laughs) Papa Bear and Baby Bear are in the crowd partying and when it goes back to Farquaad's palace... There is a bearskin rug with a pink bow on its head. Fuck me. It's Dreamworks. Horrific. I mean, like, yeah. That you cannot do that. It's not in the background. It's in the foreground. It pans over it. <sighs> Rewatch Shrek now with your kids. No, uh, actually, do you know what? That's my next pick. I think. Oh, oh, shit! No, 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 no. That's that's grand, right? There, <laughs> what was it gonna there, be? There, there's a teaser. There's a teaser because I, I was oscillating nice. on a few different uh, titles. Okay, cool. So there's a teaser for what we'll go through next week. But yeah, listen, um, everyone, Boom. 
I know this might seem like the most kind of like, oh my God, we sprinted to the finish episode, but this is just honestly, this is an hour of us saying, just go watch The Emperor's New Groove. Yeah, it's just so it. much fun. It's, it's funny. It's fantastic. It's a hundred, it's 82 minutes long. Just, yeah. yeah, watch it. It's amazing that this could have easily been put in the history books as never watch this Disney film. It was a mess. I wish we had the film that we could have got, but instead they gave us a fantastic well, well, that's true. I suppose the the last un- unfortunately, unfortunately, like you know, as as it, it went out to die, it completely flopped. It didn't make its yeah. production budget back, and nope. apparently, no, I didn't actually realize this, but apparently Tarzan didn't do that great either at the box office. And so the kind of combination of the two effect and the success of films like Shrek led to the death, well, for a time anyway, of the traditional animation style. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, absolutely. With the exception um, of the now DVDs and all that, you know. But now it's had a resurgence. It yes, is 100% getting wider appeal now as people revisit it and realise it's a stroke of bloody genius. It is. And it is. A, it's a, Despite being a box office failure, I think this film is a massive success story. Like, this film shouldn't have worked. It should have completely flopped with all the production stuff going on behind it. And yet it's one of the funniest in the Disney canon. Yeah, totally agree. Totally agree. Love it. I love it a lot. Um, yeah, that's it. Um, we'll see you next week with Shrek, apparently. All right. Okay, look forward to it. I can't wait. Um, yeah. Oh, Somebody wants to. Sorry. Goodbye. I hate that song so much. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening to An Englishman and an Irishman Go to the Movies. I, at least, would love to hear your thoughts on the episode. Sean couldn't care enough to record this with me. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at EnglishIrishGTM, email us at anenglishmanandanirishman at gmail.com, and check out our website, www.anenglishmanandanirishman.wordpress.com, where you'll find all of our previous episodes. You'll find me on Twitter at galactic underscore Dave, and you'll find Sean at Sean Ferrick. Thanks for being awesome, and we love you very much.